My name is Jen Barkin, online sales coach at Do You Convert, and welcome to Online People Talking. This is the only podcast that is dedicated to enhancing the careers and lives of the new home online sales specialists. We'll talk about real life challenges, stories, and solutions just for you. Our first recorded official podcast of Online People Talking on today's very first episode, we have the OG, Mike Lyon, woohoo, founder of Do You Convert, and the online sales coach extraordinaire, Jesse Suggs. Hey, I'm so excited. Well, I, Jen, we are excited for you. Oh my gosh. Well, listen. I mean, you put a blazer on. I think you're serious. <laughs> hey, underneath the blazer, though, it says Chase. What does Chase stand for, Jesse? You know, I love this because my husband's name is Chase. It stands for curious, hustle, ambitious, service oriented, and execution or execute. Come on. I didn't, I didn't know she was going to get it. I know. I, I was like, after I, I said remember. that, I was like, uh, okay, is she going to remember what it is? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Online online sales specialist, right? That's what we we encourage you to be, right? Chase, 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 chase. Now, guys, online people talking has been around actually since 2019. Decades. We've we we we've been we've been streaming this special platform just for you online sales specialists out there. And we said, you know what? Let's take this to podcast format. Why why do you why should why did we decide to take this to podcast? Why, what are you why guys did you thinking? decide to do that, Jen? Well, listen, one, I was on a I was on a call one time with the ad doctor, Andrew Peak, and he was like, Why don't you do a podcast? That was the first the first thing. But then I was thinking, you know, we want to make this, you know, bite-sized content that online sales specialists can access anytime, anywhere. They can listen to it on their on their drive. They can listen to it on a walk. Um, you know, our guests don't have to be like super, you know, live on camera, ready to go. We wanted to have that more casual feel. So we we decided, hey, we're gonna take this award-winning program over to podcast land and, you know, and it was, it's been fun so far. You know, yeah, Mike I has love... had to do all the mic checking. Yes, mic uh, checks are great with Mike. Mike, mic checks with Mike. That's uh, <laughs> could be a whole podcast by itself oh on sound gosh. levels and how close to your Look at their faces. I just, you guys. Um, so, but it's in all ser seriousness though, the live was fun. Yeah. But that is kind of hard if you're not there and you're not plugged in yeah. or you got to watch it. So having it on a podcast that they can stream mm -hmm. and just listen when they watch. I mean, our online sales specialists are busy people. Mm -hmm. And so That's to right. stop everything they're doing in the middle of the day and do it or come back and watch it, that can be hard. And so we'll have some video content yeah. to go along with it, but audio there, we're just slicing and dicing and taking our own medicine. And, and I'm, it's just, I'm excited for what you yeah. have in store for us, Jen. I know oh Jess my gosh. is excited. Yeah, me too. Wow. I wish this was around when, when I was managing leads. Yeah. Right guys, this is the only, this is the only podcast dedicated to the online sales specialist. So yes, in the we universe. want this to be fun. We want this to be fun. We want this to make you laugh and smile and give you some good content. You know, we even thought about the the type of music that is played <laughs> when hey, when you so listen to, tell <laughs> to them, this. No, this is great. So Jen, Jen had very specific uh, requests on music. And so we're looking through 
some of these loops, these sound loops that you can get. And Jen, what was it? What was the thing well, that defined what you, you chose for this music at the beginning? Yeah, what, if you know me, you know that I like 90s hip hop rap. So that was the first thing I was like, hey, it's got to have that vibe. And then I'm listening to these clips that Mike sent over to me. And he's like, see if you like any of these. And I'm listening to them. And the one that made me jiggle my hips and, uh, and move my neck, that was the one. I was like, okay, here we go. So if you like the music, let us know. We, we did put some, thought, we put some thought into this. It is a hip mover. It's a hip jiggler. It's a hip jiggler. <laughs> Jerry. Um, hey, what is it? Um, happy hip move those happy hips i don't know okay anyway listen guys here's the format for the podcast it's gonna be a little different than the, the the lives that we've been doing so we're going to have a segment called online people talking where we're going to be sharing with you some of the things we're hearing from online sales specialists around the country right now but also we're going to have an opportunity for you to share with us some certain requests, certain scenarios, questions that you have. So definitely send us a video question over to show at com. And if you don't wanna do a video, that's fine. Also just send us your written questions and we'll share those periodically on the podcast as it pertains to the topics that we're talking about. The next segment that we're gonna be doing is we're gonna have a focused area of discussion. So we'll have a topic or we'll have a guest that's gonna be on sharing some wisdom with you guys. And then finally, we're gonna have a skills check because you know, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. So we're gonna have that skills check and we're gonna give you that little tidbit and nugget that you can take with you and focus on. Sound good? Am I forgetting anything guys? It sounds like a oh, that that's a hip okay. jiggler podcast right there. No, the that's thing. what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, listen, this is like like Mike said, this is our first time recording this, so you know, authentic over perfect. You know, we're we're gonna we're gonna breeze through this, and we're excited. So, following our format, online people talking. Let's let's. What are people talking about right now? I've been hearing a lot of conversations about prospecting. Yes, we're doing prospecting. Yay. Yay. Dun, 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 dun. Get excited, <laughs> everybody. We're doing prospecting. So what, Jesse, what have you been hearing out there on the street? Oh man, you know, when I think about prospecting, I put myself back in the seat and the word kind of, you know, it either excited me or it scared me. And so right now I'm hearing kind of some grumblings a little bit. It's either one or the other. So it's excitement on, oh, look at the opportunity that I have in my database. Look at me. I can save the day. I can help us meet our sales goals by the end of the year. Or it's, man, I'm I'm a little bored. Like I'm getting rusty. I'm feeling a little burnout. I feel like I'm sending the same thing over and over again. Um, so that's what I've been hearing. Yeah. yeah. What I like too about this, having kind of the different, we've got different aspects. So Jesse's newer off the seat. You know, I've been working, we've been doing this for 20 plus years and 15 years with Do You Convert. And so there's He's a lot a of leadership conversation. I'm sorry, what was that, Jen? <laughs> sorry, what was that? Nothing. Keep going. Did you, did you, did you have something to no, say? No, no, no. You're OG. You're OG. Keep okay. going. All right. I, I saw the, I saw the smirk. <laughs> um, uh, so the, from the leadership perspective, you know, I'm just yeah. what, what are, what are the companies wanting, right? And how do we get those goals aligned? But 
yeah, when we train and we coach, I'm seeing it on their faces too, Jesse, because it's like, hey guys, we're going to talk about prospecting again for the you know, fourth quarter. And they're like, man, no, it's freaking answering their phones. We're going to talk about prospecting again. And it's like, yeah, I mean, until you start doing it consistently, yep, we're going to talk about prospecting and, but, but reframe it, like reframe the conversation around it because you need to get an update. You need to get uh, some, you know, a status on where your customer is at. You need to hear something else. It's not always about getting that appointment from prospecting. There's a lot of other things that come Mm -hmm. from connecting with those customers out there, see what they're thinking, see what's going on. And so, yeah, it's, it needs to happen. It just feels really, it's challenging right now as you move into the end of the year. And so we just always encourage them, Hey, prospecting right now is setting up a good first quarter. It's kind of like just taking your medicine, you know, eat your vegetables. That's what prospecting is right now. And it is challenging because rates are high and things are a little bit wonky. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I think that's, that's what I've been hearing too, is like, a lot of the prospecting is really just list hygiene because people are reaching mm-hmm. out and they're calling their database and they're finding that a lot of people are like, no, I'm not really ready to move forward right now. Or we decided to do something different. And I think reframing, like you said, Mike, is important because we've got to reframe this as it's a way for us and our company to stay in front of these people. It's also list hygiene. I was talking with an awesome team this morning on a coaching call and I wrote this down because I was like, whoa. Um, They have been persistently doing prospecting and they, since June, they had 28 touch points with this one um, this one buyer who just converted to sale. 28 touch points since June, just converted to sale. So, I mean, it works. It works. It's just that I said, like, oh my gosh, how did you stay with it? And she was like, well, I just, I'm pleasantly persistent. I just every month I'm reaching out, I'm checking in and it eventually will pay off. So I, I think it's magical. I think we should get an award sent to them that looks like a restraining order <laughs> with the customer's <laughs> name on. <laughs> like that's hilarious. I'm sorry. Yeah. You the, we yeah. called the police on you. That's entirely too much. But listen, every, when people are sitting there going, what do I say? I mean, there's two things that I think of when you guys are both talking about this. Number one mm-hmm. is everybody gets all like, what do I say anymore? This is the same mm-hmm. stuff over and over again. It's like, don't worry. They don't remember you or what you said. Right. Like coming up with something them, every month. Yeah. Or they didn't check their email or they didn't listen to the mm-hmm. voicemail. Or they didn't see your text, whatever. Like your job is just to get in front of them. Like forget yeah. even about what you're saying. But I'm sure Jesse can tell you what to say. Well, the, we're going to, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. That's okay. The second thing is, I'm big on this. Hey, sales leaders, anybody who is working with your team, stop like setting unrealistic goals and expectations about prospecting to your online sales specialist because they think like, oh, if you're prospecting, appointments should be magically happening. Set other goals, set other rewards, tie it to something else, make it fun, do other things Mm-hmm. Uh, besides just, hey, you, how many prospecting calls did you make and how many appointments did you set? Because that mm-hmm. can just grind and it's not actually yeah. going to work in certain months. Burnt, burnt. We need Kevin's little sound effects, right? No, we are doing only so, live sound effects out of our mouths. Hey, fun fact, when I was testing my mic, guys, um, I had to like go over on the side of my office and bark to see if anybody <laughs> could hear the barking You know that may happen at my house. So... 
Fun fact, no barking can be heard. And if you can hear it, then Olivia, our magician, can edit it out. Um, okay, but let's talk about realtors and prospecting real quick because we have this um, we have this message in the our Facebook community. Somebody posted it in, in there. And so I want to share this with you. This is what she said. Okay, I'm going to be a little vulnerable here this morning. When you prospect to realtors, what are you saying to them? I know what to say when a realtor registers their client but I'm trying to work on realtor outreach and I feel like I just don't know what to say. I've had realtors tell me not to email them anything because they likely won't see it. I'm good with calling, but I just want to have something valuable to say. Mm. So worried that worried that realtors don't see emails, which they probably don't. So if you're going to pick up the phone and you're going to prospect to a realtor, what do you say? Mike, Jesse, do you have any ideas? Well, I just, I think the perception of communication with realtors from the past market has been not the best. You know, you get that grumpy realtor or the person that's been doing it for 30 years and kind of feel like you're steamrolling the online sales position a little bit, but that's where I just feel like we need to establish who we are and what we do. And so the value that you provide is really just explaining who you are and the asset that you can be for them. Explain Mm -hmm. that you love partnering with them that you're kind of the non-threatening side and, and you're there to protect them and to bring in and value their customers just as much as they do. Yeah. I think it's before when you talk with, when you're doing prospecting and outreach to realtors, I think first of all, the list is important. So who and what realtors are you talking to? So if you're like randomly going out and dialing people on the Keller Williams website, yeah, have fun. That's just a cold call. But if you're if you're reaching out to people who've done business with you or who you've built with over time in your VIP program, that's a whole different conversation. What do you say? Here are the homes that we have, you know, ready to move in within 60 days. Like I still think that's what most people care about, especially realtors right now. Um, here's how our program works. And guess what? We've got something unique for you. I mean, this is the big one that we're that we're pushing is we have five nine nine interest rates that you can offer to your clients that have been hesitant to move the product besides the home to sell is now the amazing financing or incentives that we have to offer as well so educating them on on that because they don't really know how it works they don't believe Mm -hmm. it they don't think there's homes ready wait you can get that interest rate that's for 30 years so being able to communicate that and just check in i mean honestly it's kind of brutal out there for realtors yeah so yeah, don't don't spam. If they don't How's have a buyer, with? they're not really gonna maybe appreciate that phone call of like, hey, bring yeah. some buyers out. So educate them always is a good thing to go. Okay, moving on to our next segment, which is our topic of the podcast. And that is our recent home builder survey that we just released. So Oh, this is every, big. Ah, uh, yes. So every year we shop Uh, We take the top 200 builders, we randomly select 100 of them, we send in an inquiry and we let it sit for 30 days, we monitor the follow-up response, the quantity, the quality, and then after 30 days, we randomly select 25 of those 100 and we pick up the phone and we call. And we are measuring um, greeting, we are measuring qualification areas, We are measuring whether or not they ask for the appointment. Are they able to overcome an objection? And finally, if they do get that appointment, what's happening with the handoff? So we're looking at all those things. And if you'd like to 
access that survey, if you haven't seen it yet, there will be a link in the show notes. You can head over and we will send that report over to you. So a few results. I've got these pulled up. I want to give you some highlights and then we want our yeah, this, is, this is 13 pages of of, uh, yes. of secret shop goodness out there, which I know you guys are all excited about getting shopped, right? Doesn't everybody love getting pages. shopped? Yes. Um, so we look at that initial response. And so right off the bat, 79% did send an email. Okay, yay. 79% did send email, 21% did not. 52% did not make a phone call. Oh, man. That hurts. Ooh, that is, ooh, that ooh, is. My heart. Uh, they're worried about their minutes. They don't have enough minutes heart. on their calling card. My heart. Is that what it is? Remember one that thing I forgot cards? to mention. <laughs> Jesse has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> one thing I forgot to mention is that in the request, when we send in the, when our shopper sends in the request, they say, feel free to text me also. Okay, so yeah. we're giving giving explicit consent. And this was actually done during the month of July before any of the texting regulations came out. So we can't use that as an excuse. 61% um, did not text after we said text. Ah! And 76% still did not use video email throughout the process. The whole 30 so, days, no video. The whole 30 days. Yeah. No video. Which email. actually, that, that number's gone up. Like the 24% is better than well, it's been Well, it's better. It's better. Yeah, it's better. Out of the 24% that did send a video email, only 7% of those were personalized. You know, we've oh, been talking okay. about the importance Man. of that personalization. Okay. All right. But I want to hear from you guys. What stood out to you? Mike, go first. What, what stood out to you? You've been doing... We, since 2012, right? Decades. You've been doing this. Okay. <laughs> Decades. <laughs> uh, what stood out to me from this survey? Well, you know, it's always interesting when you get some feedback or pushback. And when people are like, well, when did you do this? Well, what was it? Were they on vacation? You know, did we know when they were in? What mm -hmm. time of day was it? Like, we did this during the middle of the day, <laughs> like when people should be at work during the middle of the week. Um, but what stood out to me the most, I think, is that over the past 10 years, the results still have not changed that much, despite all the technology that we have at our fingertips. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, I don't know if I'm right on this, but Jen, was it 100% of the respondents were online sales specialists? This year, it was actually 96%. Basically 100. I mean, Let's basically, just call it yeah, yeah, yeah. So 96% of them were what we could tell yeah. is, is dedicated and, and big shout out to clear evaluations who helps with this and powers our online shops yeah. that we do uh, do you convert um so we have basically 100 percent that you know support from an online sales perspective we've got technology but the numbers have only improved just a little bit just a scotch i mean it's definitely improved over the when it was hot market but back to 2019 2018 it's about the same it's about the same as so it that, was last year which is interesting yeah, yeah. It's like, mm -hmm. it's interesting to me. And, and I mean, when the threat of, I say threat, it's not really a threat, but when people are sitting there getting a little nervous about like, is technology going to replace me? We always like to say no, like AI is not going to replace you. Technology is not going to replace you. But I don't know, mm -hmm. maybe if you don't <laughs> respond, <laughs> like I'd rather take a bad response that actually happens than a good response that never happens. Oh, is that a quote? I don't know. 
Is that a pod qu- cog- podcast quote, Jen? Podquest. Pod yes. podquest. <laughs> so, I you know yeah you you gotta stay on your game and and mm-hmm. and make sure that when a hot lead I mean that's the best lead you could ever get an actual lead with the phone number and a question that's telling you to text yeah fake or not like if you like oh man that was fake like you better be responding like it's real and so that's interesting but the other thing that really stood out to me too is like the people who did a good job did a really good job like there was kind of a separation in the results yeah of if they were responding on it man they were killing it so mm-hmm. kudos to those that did a great job and responded. That's that's kind of what I took from it. Yeah. Jesse, before you give your your stat that stood out to you, as someone in the seat, when you saw these results released, what did you Ooh. think? Like, what were your first well, thoughts? You know, part of me was excited because I'm thinking I can give my customers an experience that they're not getting with my competition. But the other side of me was like, okay, what are you doing? Like, you are in this position. How are you just not calling? How are you? And so it kind of made me a little frustrated, to be honest, that this is how this position is being, you know, portrayed to the industry. When these benchmarks come out, it's really a a direct reflection of where this is going. And so to watch it increase year over year is, is just amazing. Even if it's just a little bit at a time. So you took it personally. (laughs) I, you know, this program, it becomes like your baby, really. I mean, when you think about oh, the, yeah. how much it plays a role in the company's overall performance, it, it is a big deal. And so, yeah, I did. I did take it. I, the first thing I, the first thing I thought when I was in the seat was, am I in those results? That was always the first thing. I was like, I was always like, oh my God, am I in those results? Oh my God. How did I do like, yeah. was I one of the ones that did bad? Like I was definitely in a like check myself mode, but then it was, you know, after I scoured my, uh, CRM looking to see if it could possibly be me by the, by the inquiry. Um, then I was, it was interesting, like you're saying to look at your competition and be like, okay, how do I, where do I need to improve? Like, how do I fit into this? And do I need to improve on anything? And what, what is my competition doing? So what, what was your big standout? Yeah. And you know, it's, it's one lead out of potentially hundreds that you're managing a month, you know, so it could just be the fluke, but for the most part, I would say it's, it's a consistent thing. Like Mike said, if, if they did well, they did really well. If they didn't, they didn't. So the one that really stood out to me, of course, is just the no call whatsoever. Like the initial phone call and what I'm hearing, having, you know, worked with a number of online sales specialists in the past year is I'm feeling like I'm getting more bandwidth what should I be doing? How can I fill my time? And the first thing is always, well, pick up the phone, pick up the phone and call them. And so the fact that 56% or 52% of people didn't call at all, not only that, but the speed of response. So only 8% of those people that did call called in less than 15 minutes. And so it's like, we're creeping, like we're giving more leniency. It used to be five minutes or less. And then it was, you know, 10 minutes or less. And so now it's 15 minutes or less. And that was in a market that was totally saturated. But now that the well's drying up a little bit, we should be back to the five minutes. So the fact that it wasn't even in there really shocked me. It just really, yeah. that Same. and then the areas of qualification, which are always something when they get on the phone and you're asking and you're sending out these appointments, 4% got authority. I mean, I wasn't surprised by that though. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a classic. A, yeah. 
Yeah. And, and just and so maybe, everybody knows, when we say authority, um, we're talking about, you know, who else is involved in the in the process. Like you're trying to see like who's a decision maker along with you, whether that's a partner, spouse, dog, realtor, et cetera. Yeah. So I think what stood out to me too the most was that all of those things, like you guys said, but with the way that CRMs are set up to do automate, you know, automated tasks and sequences and follow up. And when we look at the 79% of builders that did send emails, only 44% of those sent more than four touches. So mm. like when you think about the home buyer right now, maybe a little more guarded, taking a little bit more time to think about things. If we're only reaching out a couple of times in that, you know, first few weeks, then we're missing a huge opportunity. You've got to be consistent. You've got to use a variety of communication to be reaching out. One and done isn't going to cut it. One email or one phone call. You've got to be because people are in and out of the moment, right? They get a wild hair up their butt. They go on there. They submit an inquiry and, oh, maybe Mike's laughing. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Submit an inquiry and then life happens and they get cold feet. And so if we're not capturing them right then, we're not continuing on, we're going to miss out when they're back in the, when they get the wild hair back up their butt, we're going to miss, we're going to miss we gotta, out. We got to just nix the butt hair conversations. <laughs> These are some hairy people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, guys, like, like Mike was saying, it's 13 pages. Definitely go check it out. Definitely do some self-reflection on what you need to do to be in the top, be winning. Um, one cool thing was, you know, 76% of the OSCs that we did call were able to, they asked for the appointment. Only three of them were able to overcome an objection and get the appointment. So definitely we're, no, we're not used to objections right now and they're coming, they're coming more. So Heck you got to yeah. brush up on learning how to pivot those objections. So. Hey, listen, here's, here's the thing too, because we get a lot of folks like, Hey, where, where are we shop? Can we get the results? Uh, no, we're not going to send them out. We're not going to go through a hundred of these and figure out who's what and send them out to you. However, surprise, do you convert does secret shops for online sales? And we, yeah. we do, we, we're the best. Like we do hundreds of these every single year. So shop your team. Like yeah. if, if you shop your onsite team, shop your online team, get it done by a third party. We're happy to help you with that. Big shout out to clear valuations. Yeah, they got absolutely. all this magical software that tracks all this stuff in the back and gives you clean reports and it's very, very helpful. So that's number one. Number two, you also don't have to shop to get data. Like you can log into your CRM at any time yeah. and, and go spot check your, your team and see what's going on. The shop's just nice because it's comprehensive. Hey, what's happening over 30 days? How does that phone call go? What does the handoff look like? But you got to do this as, as leadership. If you want to set a standard for your team that they're going to meet and exceed, you got to get out there and show them what you're looking for. So the good news is nobody is following up like they should. And I shouldn't say nobody. Not as many people are following up the way Mike, that. Mike, we want online sales specialists to listen to this podcast. Hey, welcome <laughs> to the podcast. You sign up for a secret shop. <laughs> this episode brought to you oh by. Oh, my gosh. Secret shopping. Shops. Surprise. Oh, my gosh. Shopped. Well, listen, all, all kidding aside. Um. It's okay. Embrace it. Like here, Kim from our team was like, 
you're going to release this report and everybody's going to know the criteria as at which they're being shopped. And I'm yes. like, yes, like, yes, yeah. go read this report. And if you're being shopped, like this is how you pass it. <laughs> this is the criteria. We're looking for you to qualify. Here's the qualifying areas. We give it all to you. We're looking for you to have a right. good response time. We're looking for your follow up. You do a video email, right? It's all there. So here's your guide. Um, it's this. It's exactly. I mean, that's what it is. It's the study guide for the test. We want to make sure yeah. everybody knows, um, because if you do those things and you can hit the mark, then you are doing everything you can to meet your consumer expectations and drive good appointments for your builder, which is what exactly you've got to do. So that's the exciting part of the shops. Like how do you look Cause you hear top performers when they see this and they're like, I'm they're good. Like, yep. like, this is amazing. That's like, I got Jesse. It. like I'm like, in the top yep. 1%. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And it keeps your skills in check, which is a great segue to our skills, <laughs> our skills check. Um, because you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. I say this all the time to our online sales specialists. So let's wrap up with a skills check. And I think let's go back to the prospecting conversation. If we are calling, you know, it can feel a little bit like cold calling, right? Because you're you're going through and you're picking up the phone and you're calling somebody who maybe inquired six months ago, right? Not exactly expecting your call. Jesse, what what do we say? What's your pro tip? Well, I actually, I went to a Carolina basketball game last night and I, hey, 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 have y'all seen the Carolina girls basketball team? Wait, 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 UNC or what are we talking no, about? South University Carolina? South Carolina, go Gamecocks. Okay. Sorry. Um, wrong state. Yeah. Sorry about that. But I went and I was watching and I, this marketing intern comes flying by me. I mean, he's sweating more than the basketball players and he's hustling and he's like hanging signs that are falling down and he's grabbing paperwork and he's moving it here and he's doing all of this. And then I see the, the, I call them the rag boys, you know, they run out on the, the court and they wipe up the shoe scuffs and things like that. And these people are hustling, man. And I was thinking back and like, I remember when I was new as an OSC, my hustle was like 150% there. Like you I were was chasing like, it. I was chasing it. I was like the rag girl. I was out there like <laughs> cleaning the floors, doing whatever it was that I needed to do. And it made me think about prospecting because over time we're, we've talked about it, it gets more challenging. And so when you go into it with this mentality of like new and you don't fold like a deck of cards, it's, it's fun to do. So when you call people now we're like, oh, I'm doing this to complete a task. When, when we first started, we were like, oh my gosh, I hope they answer. I hope I can connect with them. When we connect with them, we don't even know what to say. You know, we're so used to just the monotony of going through the tasks. And so the skills check is, okay, what do we say when somebody answers? And so I think something to take away is going to be, you know, if they answer, acknowledge the awkwardness. Hey, I know you probably weren't expecting my call. Hey, you probably mm. don't remember me. Mm. My name is, this is why I'm calling. I just want to make sure that you're having a good experience with us. Let me ask you, what's your biggest question right now? How's your home search going? You know, some, like it would be a call to action in an email, something to get a response from them. And when we're talking, a lot of people in this market right now are like, oh, I'm just looking, you know, I'm, I'm just keep me updated on a monthly basis. And because we don't have that like marketing intern excitement right now, 
they're like, okay, sure. Well, I'll, I'll be sure to stay in touch with you on a monthly basis. Feel free to reach out in the meantime, instead of saying, well, wait, let me ask you, why have you decided to put your home search on hold? Why have you decided Mm -hmm. to stay in your current home? What are you currently the most dissatisfied with in your current living situation? And like basically try to pull the objection out of them, Mm. you know, try to get the conversation going. So just being confident and having some key question that you're asking on the front end of the conversation. Well, it's like an icebreaker kind of thing. I think embrace the, embrace the fact that you are calling them um, on, you know, they're not expecting your call. Like you said, so I love that. You know, I know you probably weren't expecting my call today. Hey, I know you probably are wondering who I am. Maybe you don't remember, but a while ago you had inquired with us. You like it takes you're gonna have to break that and jog their memory. Right. You know, and remember too, they are probably thinking that you are a salesperson calling from Happy Acres community. Like they're not thinking that you're the unbiased, helpful person on the front line just trying to check in with them. So reminding them like, hey, you know, this is Jen. Um, You know, my job is to make sure you have a good experience with us here at Happy Acres. And I just want to take a minute and touch base with you. You, you know, you had inquired with us a few months ago about Happy Acres and wanted to see how you're doing. How, you know, are you still in the market? And that's it. And that will lead you into that conversation, that opening. Mike, any thoughts on this? I think just it's okay to get a little outside of normal stuff to kind of shake people awake you know you can have some fun with with some of the things i don't know what you'd say hey i'm so hey did you guys hear about travis kelsey kissing taylor swift at the concert (laughs) oh by the way you know we have a great incentive right now it's 599 (laughs) interest rate i mean i i couldn't imagine seeing that voicemail pop up on my transcription on my iphone like travis what the heck and yeah. I did see that. That's interesting. But yeah, just getting outside of, of normal yeah. stuff because it is, you got to be different. You got to be mm-hmm. different. So here's the thing. There's not a lot of home builders that are making a lot of prospecting calls. We know that. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of other industries that are like grinding on their sales teams to make your calls, make your calls, make your calls, make your calls. Make We don't have any business. Make your calls, make your calls, make your calls. And so you are in competition with other spammers essentially sometimes so you do have to be a little bit different but that's okay we can be helpful and if you if you're combining that with your other methods of communication hey i just sent you a video email i'm going to text you as well whatever it is that helps cut through some of that prospecting clutter takes a little more work love it okay you know what i love what this podcast oh man and what is our favorite phrases that we came up besides wild butt hairs I did like hip jiggling. Hip jiggling. You will hip jiggle if you have a wild butt hair. No, okay, that's that's just about <laughs> enough of that. Rag boys. Rag boys. Sweaty rag. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! And I only got one. Only got one side chat, guys. That says Jen, back up from your mic a few inches. It's so little, I was getting poppy. so excited. I was basically kissing my mic. So, it this has been so fun. 
Thanks for joining this episode of Online People Talking. You can access more online sales content by going to our website at doconvert.com or by following us on our social media platforms. You can also get regular updates by subscribing to our monthly newsletter. Thanks so much for listening today and investing in yourself. And if you have questions, please email us at show at doconvert.com. Now go get after it.